0: going on everybody and welcome back to the a show with the kings of pro wrestling podcast and we are awesome i am justin here with meals i i don't know what what number this episode is clearly this
1: is i don't know either
2: but i feel like we're heading closer to i feel like we're heading closer to 200 i think that's the big idea um yes. honestly between this one the lookout which is also heading to 100 and all this other stuff like that um yeah i'm not sure i'm not even keeping track of the numbers but guess what we're heading there pretty soon we'll be there this year and it's going to be a whole bunch of fun um but in the meantime speaking about a lot of fun we have a guest on this episode a very special guest now if there's one thing i can't keep track of is who won what and why and where (laughs) and when um but i do know that we have the second you know, shout out to shout out first to Donnie who showing up a couple weeks ago on the podcast. We have the second of our Royal Rumble pool winners finally showing up on the A show. Um, I want to welcome Curtis, Dr. Curtis. In that fact, I'm gonna call you Dr. Curtis the entire episode, so just you know, it, it just is what it is.
1: Yeah. appreciate you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, it was good, y'all. I'm happy to hear the drop live too. So, you know, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> uh on the radio i mean on spotify and all that so i'm happy to be here excited to be here with y'all today and i actually i was uh Edge. so i was the i was the edge royal rumble winner Ooh. which I actually was supposed to be randy orton at first so mm, wow. interesting yeah huh. huh interesting listen edge
0: came through i don't know where he, he is now but <laughs> Yeah, well he after mania he just disappeared. Like, <laughs> like what the hell? Uh but but yeah, we, you're you are you are um you know you're an esteemed company. You joined the Miz as part of the A show guest. Uh, I know. You joined the Miz. Who else have we had on here? Shayna Baszler, we've had on here before. We've had uh Roman
1: Reigns. Remember that that was a big thing. thing. Yeah,
0: we did have Roman Reigns before on the show. So you're you're an esteemed company, my friend. Yeah, yeah. You, you, might
2: be the only, you might be the only one of those though with like an actual PhD. Like someone who, <laughs> <laughs> you might be the most like, <laughs> like the most decorated person on this thing. Um could you tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you got into wrestling? Um how did you mm-hmm. find out about the A show? Like where are you from? A whole bunch of other stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh I wanted to say, don't say that too loud, the tribe of chief would be my ass but uh <laughs> i am uh so again everybody i'm curtis uh originally from chicago illinois uh south side chicago um currently uh in cincinnati been here for a little bit so i'm in the middle of ohio uh, I'm sorry go ahead
2: <laughs> no 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 i said i'm sorry you're in
1: cincinnati <laughs> <laughs> hey chill cincinnati cincinnati is dope a lot like a lot of ohio spots like if you know somebody there, you're good. You're good. So, um, but I love it here. I uh, actually went to school uh, down in Atlanta. So as you can imagine, that was a, that was a switch up. Uh, so came from Chicago, Atlanta to Cincinnati. Been in Cincinnati now where I got my PhD and I do like uh, research. And so I'm a researcher doing like social justice type of work, etc. cetera. But I love wrestling. So that's why I'm here uh i started watching wrestling a long long time ago it's like one of those things where my pops watched it and my grandfather watched it and so he was going back way way back in the day when they had them little bitty ass stadiums um mm-hmm. watching racist ass hulk hogan i'm oh, sorry can't say the name <laughs> uh and stuff like that
0: you say you can say it but you got to put racist ass in front of it from now on oh
1: okay okay uh but, yeah, it's it's, it's been, really been, like, a family thing, a family tradition. Like, as you can imagine, we used to get together on Sundays and all put in money to watch the pay-per-views. I was one of the kids who, like, had the action figures and stuff like that and had that terrible wrestling ring and would make my own pay-per-views. So uh, I've been in this wrestling thing for quite some time, uh, just enjoying it as a fan primarily and mm. i think i actually fell off when i got to college everyone does, <laughs> everyone does. where uh, was it where was it again uh so i went to college at morehouse in atlanta and okay so,
2: and where so, and what part did you where did you fall off from wrestling like what years uh
1: so that was around the late so around 08 07 08 09 that time you know what's mm, not, fair
0: you know what's funny that's when like everyone falls off of wrestling. Like everybody
1: falls out of wrestling at that point. Listen. Yeah, it it just got... After, well, we going there today. We having a conversation. So it just got real white <laughs> and real dry and boring <laughs> for me, man. I'm going to be honest.
2: Nah, you're right. You're right. It was a bunch of like... I say that generation of wrestlers was like all kind of like came from the whole idea of like Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista. So you mm-hmm. couldn't make it unless you were like muscly oily white um (laughs) aggressive guy in trunks who could do so you had like a bunch of people like that and quite honestly the only people who still from that generation who are kind of around are um like ms kofi kingston and i think dolph ziggler and i think that's it um and and no one's really stuck around from that generation because it was like there's nothing to last there was no um you know nothing kind of really behind those guys other than Mm -hmm. like Ruthless aggression, whatever that means. I
1: don't know. Or those random time Kofi Kingston's Jamaican accent comes back, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but yeah, I fell off around that time also because who was watching wrestling at that time? I couldn't be talking about. Sorry, y'all, I can't go to the kickback because I got to watch Monday Night Raw. So mm. yeah. yeah,
0: it was a like college was a funny time because like I I was I was still on it, but I had mostly shifted to like ROH and uh you know new japan at that time i was i was getting into that a little bit like i I start i stopped really following the weekly grind until really like punk had come back Mm. and and or punk it not came back but punk went to WWE. so that's who i followed and that's who i i I really liked and i just kind of would watch it just to wait till his segment came on and then i kind of check out and just go like text somebody or something like that but (laughs) Everyone has that moment, and it's so funny that it's always around the mid-2000s, like kind of mid to end, and then after the pipe bomb, everyone came back. Like, it's such a cr- crazy... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's the same for me. Like, I I think I came... I actually came back partly when I went to grad school, because I ain't had shit else to do. And I was like, well, I got Mondays. I ain't trying to do work. So let me let me see what they talk about on wrestling again. So it was around, right. like, that CM Punk area, et cetera. But even then, it was sort of, like, on and off. And so I'm going somewhere with this. I'm long-winded. I'm an academic. Forgive me. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, essentially, I st- I was watching on and off. I definitely wasn't watching Friday Night Smackdown because I was out in the streets. Uh, but, like, <laughs> on Mondays, I would watch wrestling. And on and off, if something else come on, I may not watch it. But I think what really got me back into it was actually when I found, like, a community of Black people watching it online. Right. So Twitter, like, people like y'all, um, I think one of the first things I found, too, was, like, wrestle rap, uh mm-hmm. and stuff like that was, like, I was like, oh, shit, black people are still watching <laughs> wrestling? And, like, they're talking about it in ways that I get it and understand it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, talking about, oh, like, saying stuff, it, it's simple stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that was lit, or, you know, like... I'll see like a black woman wrestler fan say like, oh, she got her wig snatched or some shit like that. And it's like, oh, I, I can fuck with this now. Like, you know, some of the stuff that I was thinking about what's going on in wrestling, I think that's what really helped me get back into it when I could see other black people and be connected to other black people virtually uh, about like what's going on in wrestling. I think that that's what really sucked me back in for real, for real, was like seeing and being able to connect with other black people virtually online and stuff like that so yeah that's my no, story
0: that, that's important i mean people like they they kind of like mis- underestimate how important it is to have a shared experience but also have a shared communication um and i, I think when you see yep. and, and it's, it's it's a lot of places you know or a lot of instances where you know we're not heard or you know people don't understand why you know certain things are a big deal and, and and you know black wrestling fans we really come out in force and we really support each other and mm-hmm. i think that's that's the 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 most you know the greatest thing about it. Regardless of what issues you might have with each other, like at the end of the day, all the black wrestling fans support each other. And and, and you know, you, seeing you know the your your testimonial as a fan and a listener, it means a lot because it's like yo, it's actually resonating. So, um, it's super important. Let's get into uh no holds barred for the week. Uh, we got to start off with a bummer moment here. Um, just this past weekend, uh, we found out <clears throat> that uh, Jerome Young a.k.a. New Jack, passed away at the age of 58 from a heart attack, um, took everyone by sh- by surprise. Um, I mean, he just had a stellar <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring episode a year and a half ago about. And, you know, this was a legend to me. I loved New Jack coming up. I don't know about you guys, but he was the first, one of the first things I saw in ECW on uh, public access TV, Channel 2, back in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. And, you know, he was magnetic. You know what I mean? He he was he was a larger-than-life star and someone that, you know, even though he didn't get the crazy mainstream attention that I felt as though he should have had, he probably didn't want that. You know, he was a guy that, that was always, you know, and, and you know, what Paul Heyman said on Talking Smack was the, was the best, you know, encapsulation of who he was. He was a gangster. He lived like a gangster and died like one. So, um, yeah, it, it was sad. I was pretty bummed about it all weekend.
2: You know, I didn't really... I really... The strong part um i've never watched ecw when it was airing like right. never um didn't really know it ex- i got into wwe like maybe like 98 99 so this was after like ecw invaded raw and they had that whole thing they were talking about wow thank you caribbean guy um <laughs> <laughs> it just you know stuff in the background um so i never really saw him so my first actual inkling of new jack was on wrestling message boards because everyone would reference the mass transit incident as like one of the most infamous wrestling moments of all time it was like is there a bigger moment than is there a much more crazier moment than this so I really learned a lot about new Jack from then and I think I it, it got expounded upon on last year's dark side of the ring documentary um yeah it's just a sad loss and we you know we talked about him on the patreon a little bit earlier regarding just kind of his place and and, and kind of um, how some things may be right for some, and some, I mean, how it was mm-hmm. a lot harder for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, massive loss. You know, just one of the most more infamous um, wrestlers of that ECW era, who will probably never, as Paul Heyman said, probably never be shown on WWE television.
1: Nope. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking that too. I was like, where would uh New Jack actually fit in WWE. Where where would he have fit if he if that was his decision and he decided to come over? And I can't tell you. I can imagine what Vince McMahon would have done back then <laughs> with New Jack and the do rags <laughs> and all that stuff. I feel like New Jack might would have beat Vince McMahon ass with wearing the do rag for real, for real. He cut um,
0: such a mean promo too. Like this guy was, you know, in all aspects. He he was not the greatest wrestler, but he had it. He had mm-hmm. storytelling. He had promo. He like when you heard this motherfucker's music mm-hmm. in ECW. When you heard it, they just let the shit play. They didn't mm-hmm. turn the music off <laughs> when he was wrestling. They let it play like that. Like that. The the presentation of a New Jack is just something that we have not seen to this day.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. I, I was a big fan. I watched ECW. Growing up, I even had the uh, ECW Hardcore Revolution game, uh, which was super dope. You just had Sabu jumping off tables and yeah. I had him in the new Jack fighting all the time. But I feel like I appreciated it going back to, I think, I guess the theme of this episode is like because he was real. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't John Cena with a spinner belt, but like he was some dude that you felt like you can walk outside and he would be whooping somebody ass. And he would also do that in the ring. And I appreciated him for that. And like what he brought to the table. Even I listened, like when I found out, I listened to his theme theme song on Spotify and stuff like that. Like, man, this goes still. And like (laughs) it matched every bit of his personality. And like, even the clips that were floating around on Twitter and stuff like that this weekend, were like, man, like you, like you were saying, like that man can talk. I watched the one where, uh, that was floating around. They were talking, he was talking about, um, oh shoot uh what's the dude uh, oj yep yep yep. (laughs) like the oj one i'm like man this this dude knew how to get people like yeah
0: so what a legend uh r.i.p new jack uh i I, I, want to do a a new jack new jack uh match rewatch it'll be like 10 minutes but we definitely check it out be Uh, able to watch it do you think i'd be able to watch it yeah, you would be able to. New Jack wasn't... Remember, ECW wasn't death matches. It was, it was literally oh, okay. just... Uh, it was like New Jack would show up, hit people with Nintendos and guitars. And <laughs> <laughs> that was all he would do. <laughs> um, some other bummer news, but, you know... Uh, I don't know how to... I really I really don't know how to say it, but, you know, a friend of the pod, The Miz, suffered a torn ACL, or allegedly suffered a torn ACL uh, at Backlash last weekend. Yeah. One of the zombies must have nicked him uh,
2: Yo, I'm just thinking in that match. I'm like, what happened?
0: What happened? <laughs> it was a move. I think it was a move that uh, Damien gave him. I, I remember. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I do remember him favoring his his knee. But he continued to work the match for like four minutes after. It was like really early in the match too. He,
2: Bru- his knee- he gave the Daniel Bryan running knee in that match. And I was like, mm. oh, he in his bag right now. Like that's, that's when you know Miz is in his, <laughs> his bag. When he pulling out the other Daniel Bryan finishers, first of all, he won't be able to pull him out anymore because he's not here no more. But
3: um,
2: <laughs> he was in his bag. Oh my Absolutely. god! All right, What yeah, I would Lummer, like to
0: say this. Oh god, here we go. Well, before you say that, he'll probably if if it is true, it'll he be out from six to nine months. So he'll be out it's effectively for like the rest of the year.
2: I need the prognosis. I need to know if it's a minor tier or a major tier or something along those lines. I need to know. For my own sake. why don't
0: because you call up?
2: We're going. I mean, I'll, I'll do what I can. I mean, but six to nine months without the Miz, I who would I cheer for? I don't know. Monday Night Raw is bad enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny drip, <laughs> Johnny drip. Johnny Drip.
1: Johnny Drip Drip. Oh
0: my god! Johnny Drip Drip about to be Johnny main event. <laughs> That nigga's
2: going,
3: in, in, in. but um, this is
2: this is his first major like injury in his entire fifteen plus year wow. career, which is insane to believe. Yep, like, this is the only time that he'll be missing an extended amount of time in the ring. So, you know, I hope it's he not something been- like Kobe and shit where it's like, all right, this is kind of the end. Mm. Yeah.
0: I, um, yeah i just
2: compared Ms. to kobe yes <laughs>
0: yeah I'm, I'm gonna let i'm gonna let them handle you for that one um <laughs> also uh you know it's some really interesting news selena vega huh is reportedly mm. coming back to the wwe she was spotted at the performance center filming new content with Simone johnson uh who she knows obviously because she's very close to the rock and she was in fighting with my family uh and you know it's said it's said that she's making a return pause i mean you know what What do you guys what do you guys feel about this
2: damn for all that uh, i guess that all that andrade talk it was like oh my god you know meet up on the indies and have her manage you there it's like she's a whole wrestler she was a wrestler before she met this nigga by the way <laughs> like she was, she was a whole person before she met this guy um so yeah dub that noise if she's back by all means fantastic we thought she was a great talent there's a lot of outrage when she left over the whole twitch thing um she got fired on she got fired right before friday night smackdown was streaming on twitch before smackdown ended so
3: <laughs> you know.
0: well I think, I think that um i think that the 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 smoke was clear i think she had actually stopped streaming on twitch months ago back in march she wasn't she wasn't streaming anymore A lot of people thought that that was a little interesting. Um, But I I think that that was kind of like the writing on the wall that she was coming Mm -hmm. back was it stopped doing that. But um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm glad to see that a lot of people did not really give her a lot of shit for this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, you know, this is a company where everyone comes back. That's number one. (laughs) Number two, if she needs if she wants to get a paycheck and Vince wants her back and they've Mm -hmm. talked about wants to be there let her go. Like, don't be upset if that's where she wants to go. If she didn't want to go to AEW... Listen, there's probably a lot of people in our locker room that don't want to go there. Just be clear. Like, it's it's, it's not their destination. It's not their story. And, and like Mille said about, you know, uh, has said about Ricochet, you know, maybe her story's not done there. And she wants to go back and, and finish her story out there. So, you yeah. know, happy for her. And, you know, it is what it is. What do you think, Kurt?
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like, I, I feel like there are opportunities with her now because I feel like she was being a valet too much with Andrade right. and um, Garza, like when she actually got in the ring, I feel like she was pretty good and we know she can talk on the mic. So I feel like there are a hell of opportunities for her moving forward uh, in the women's divisions that needs more bodies and personalities. I think she has a different personality as well. And so I think maybe this is her opportunity to do some more of that. Like you, like y'all been saying, like tell more of her story or tell a different part of herself outside of just being someone's manager. So maybe she can lean in more into that wrestler side into her own individual career. But also I can't hit on nobody for getting the back. Uh so
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Sorry Twitch.
0: <laughs> um before break, I want to I want to I want to talk about this.
1: has run down and verbally buried the United States. And he's done it with such vitriol in his tone. He's talked about the anger, the argument, the division. And the
0: irony is that Anthony has a visa courtesy of the U.S. DOT. Anthony collects that great green courtesy of the U.S. Treasury. He's afforded all the same rights we all are to do and say what he'd like. That's freedom. That's America. That's about enough of that. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> last week <laughs> you know what's funny I, I skipped ahead skipped around anywhere you skip around in an interview it's all out of pocket or that promo <laughs> it's all out of pocket no matter where you skip he's saying something out of pocket I promise you bring it up on YouTube and skip around and anything that he's saying on that is out of pocket so I just picked the most out of pocket part that I heard at that point Cody Rhodes cut what he considers his career defining promo on anthony agogo some dude on AEW. listen to the war report you'll probably figure out who that guy is
2: um I mean, he I, I he he had a promo that just popped up on social that i was like damn this is good as fuck like this is a, i don't know why cody is feuding with him don't get me wrong i don't know cody just be <laughs> slumming it up with the guys um no blood feud but he had a really good promo like really really good one to respond to this shame of a thing (laughs) but go off go off
0: so you know we this will be sorry if this offends which i'm pretty sure that promo offended everyone and what we're going to say won't cody's dropped one of the most nonsensical tone-deaf insane i guess examples of a jingoistic and you know ultimately badly timed promo in a world where just a month ago we saw how the divide can cause black men like ourselves to be afraid of a jury verdict for Mm. something that we all knew what what was wrong. We live in a country that we are nearly, at the time of this promo, a month away from the year's anniversary of, you know, a black man passing from, you know, George Floyd. And we're not, we're completely divided, especially Mm. after an election that divided us all A a a disease, a a a pandemic that's also dividing us further, from wealth, pay gaps, racial gaps, all of that. For him to even bring up what what has he brought up? There's a laundry list of things he brings up in the promo. Uh, Obviously, you heard the green card stuff, which again, uh, you know, immigration. (laughs) Once again, another thing that divides us. Mm. Brings up race, another thing that divides us. Brings us American dream, which is something that we. I'm sorry, it's not 1995 anymore. That's just not. It's not real. And we know it's not real for him to, to not only say that promo and feel safe to say it, but to also defend it vehemently on social media afterwards proves the divide and the reasons why I cannot watch that show. I just can't because that, that guy's behind it. And let's be clear. I know where Vince McMahon's putting his money. I know where Linda McMahon's putting her allegiance. They ain't coming out there and telling us that shit though. (laughs) and not telling us about that shit. I'm sorry. Wrestling, and again, we, got, we, all, we always have to preface everything with wrestling is shitty. <laughs> the shit that we're watching is, is bad and it's carny. And there are people like Cody. Cody's not the only person in that, in that backstage area that feels that way. But I think that he said the loud parts, or he said the quiet parts out loud last Wednesday. And in and, and, and the, and the promise and in the support of an angle that after he wins against this guy, which he probably will, <laughs> double or nothing, <laughs> that it's going to go away. This guy said this with an American flag skull tattoo on his neck, looking like a fucking member of Leonard Skinner. It's bad. It's terrible. And I think Cyrus said it best. You're at a, you're at a point where if, someone, if a black person says they don't like AEW because they're black, don't question it. Because that promo is the reason why they're saying it.
2: I have nothing more to say. I think he said it just perfectly. Seriously. Because that promo out he was out of pocket. Everyone kind of looked at it and was just like, Are you are we really doing this right now? Are you do you feel empowered by having a black wife? Is I that, got is you. that what is that got, what
0: empowers you? <laughs> I got texted this this thing as it was going on. You know I don't watch I don't watch this shit. I was like, What niggas is mad about zombies? <laughs> Niggas screaming this about zombies, about, by the way. Screaming, screaming, about fucking zombies. You had a nigga all matter us on Wednesday. Get the fuck out of here, man!
2: Any, anything and then the guy, say? and then the guy in the crowd with the Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> God, that was my favorite part. I was like, <laughs> "Yo, they had him queued up." Um, yeah. No
1: yeah i think i think you you captured it uh as a resident sociologist today i was like okay he getting off all the checkpoints but i really it it was i think it was crazy i think one of the things i don't i don't watch that show either for pretty much the reasons you said and the reason we've been talking about is it's it's just hella white uh is is really that he's using that sort of colorblind we are in a post-racial society i can't wait for my black and white daughter to grow up in literally he was talking about growing up in states that are literally discriminating against black people trying to uh literally right now as it relates to voting rights and a number of other things i'm like bro this is not doing what you think it's doing at all and to be honest it seems like it fit with the crowd that he was catering to like when i watched the clip i watched the youtube clip all them niggas was copping they were like, yeah, this, this is America right here. This is my America. This is what I want to see. Let's stop talking about race. Um, and I think someone else said on Twitter to us, I was like, bro, we can't be doing this. America is the best place in the world and nowhere else. Shit, no more in 2021. We know that's not the case. America Absolutely. continues to show its ass to both residents and be imperialists and colonizers everywhere else in the world. So we 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 don't got nothing as a as a entity to sort of like uh, hold over anyone else, especially if someone from another place. I think old boy's from England, right?
0: Yeah, he's like, from England.
1: I, I feel like them yeah. niggas got good, good healthcare. What we got over here? Like bro, <laughs> like that would have been the, the uh, that should have been a response from him. He'd be like you niggas don't know he healthcare. said that like, oh yeah oh shit
2: he, he legit said that in the promo he was like <laughs> you know there are people americans dying in the streets and being trapped in cages and all this other stuff like that oh, and damn. you're trying to tout up your america like it was a great promo <laughs> like <this laughs> anthony Agogo promo was i was I, I i wrote it on twitter just early before we started recording but i was mad that the camera guy didn't start panning in closer on him because there were like three other people standing next to him and none of them mattered after that promo like none of them it was incredible so yeah i pff, whew,
1: it was I definitely white pri- white privilege on display in that presentation like and, and and i think the thing that sucks about it is i'm assuming he's supposed to be the uh the good guy mm-hmm. in this feud is that is that what i'm getting from yeah, it's-
0: yeah. It's supposed to be the- uh, and and the yeah, thing yeah. that this thing that strikes me more about the cody thing is that like we don't know what side he's on so he mm-hmm. keeps saying that like even though they have uh even even though we have our warts and all he said like warts and all and it was just like uh nigga what, what are the warts cody tell us <laughs> <laughs> what are the warts cody let, let us know but of course you know what can we expect from somebody that his i mean when someone shows you who they are you fucking mm-hmm. believe it you absolutely believe it um but yes after the break we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump on a little bit of backlash talk, a little bit of, a little bit of predictions as as to what's coming up, and we're gonna talk about a terrible show on Raw that I don't want to spend more than. Fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> wow, we have a different thing about this show, but I agree. I, I kind of agree. I,
0: I hate it Raw this week, but after the break uh, on the A show, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the show. So we'll be right back. Thirty
3: years ago, we would have been stronger. In somebody's tree, getting hung for beating two white boys the way we just did. But now you might want to come out here and put some belts on us, but the only belt we're gonna be wearing around here is a tag team belt. Let me tell you something. I don't like being up here. I was getting out of my car, I slipped and fell. It's a tobacco spit. And you know what I'm saying? Nothing but rednecks up here. Nothing but geeks up here. Nothing but coal miners up here. Chicken farmer, classman. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm gonna show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by in the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not. I didn't come up here to be liked. I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm gonna drop you yeah, right down. Here. I like to send a yeah, special yeah. shout out to my homeboy OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less we got to worry about. <laughs>
2: Yo, if, first of all, if you told me the first like 95 percent of that promo was like in 1968. <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed you, um, but then the OJ thing is just, yeah.
0: It tips it over. It puts it over the top. Shout out to New Jack. Rest in peace, New Jack. Thank you for that promo. Thank you for everything you've done for us. However, we got to talk about... WrestleMania backlash last Sunday we had us we had a Twitter Spaces on Sunday shout out to Dion for hosting that for us and shout out to everybody who showed up we talked a little bit about back backlash I stayed on for a little bit it, it, it was a pretty lengthy we one talked a lot
2: about a, a lot about a backlash but it was beautiful it <laughs> was, was beautiful the, we found out that New York people like myself we don't rate matches shout <laughs> out to everyone who don't rate matches
0: so would you um, would you like me to stop asking you to predict matches and doing stuff like that because you don't because you don't predict- rate them.
2: I'll be honest with you. I'm keeping it incredibly candid on this podcast. After I predict matches, I don't even remember who I predicted once the thing is over. I don't remember. I kind of it's it's a real feeling type of thing. Um but rate, I can I can predict matches. Rating matches, nah.
0: Nah. Oh, wow. See, so look, tops coming out the ass already. Uh but <laughs> I thought WrestleMania backlash was it was a was a good show. Dr. Curtis, what did you think about Re- WrestleMania backlash?
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I almost forgot about it, but I enjoyed it. I think it was really good. Like I I like the new style of pay-per-views they do where they don't try to put like 17 matches and it'd be like four hours. But I like that. It's like really good quality, solid matches, maybe like five or so. Uh, But from top to bottom, I was like, I pretty much enjoyed it. I feel like maybe the one I was least interested in was the opening match, but overall I thought it was a really good show. Uh, and Roman Reigns continues to show why he's like just on another level right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I thought that the the main event was fantastic. Um, I I don't want to spend too much time on the zombies, but that seems to be the only other thing that they're talking about. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, but, uh, coming out of this show, obviously SmackDown was like a a go home show, uh, not much happened. I think a lot of stuff is going to happen on SmackDown's happening this week, but we did have a tie, uh, tag title uh, change. They finally gave it to, to Natty and Tamina. whoop de doo right? <laughs> no, whoop I mean, Tamina's been
2: waiting for a long-ass time. Like, we talk about people who, like, you get it when you get it. She had to <laughs> – she waited a long-ass time to get her tag team title. So, <laughs> God bless her is all I'll say. She deserves it for being around as long as she di- she is – and not having a championship because god knows who would have left and done what and everything yo these cops still after me for that damn thing but yeah. um yeah i, feel, I mean that wasn't go ahead
1: no i was just gonna say i think i feel like although they're not the most exciting duo like it was really nothing else they can do uh uh naya, naya and uh Shana literally beat everybody like five times already and so I feel like this at least freshens it up. So now we can see Tamina versus the other four tag teams they have in the women's division. But yeah, I was excited that Tamina at least got some shine. Cause I actually thought that, well, I think I hoped that she would have beat Bailey last year, you know, when they was having that rivalry and she can finally get just the belt and then maybe lose it the next night. But I'm excited for her. She got the championship and hopefully now, they can build some new rivalries amongst other people and Shayna can go back to feuding as a singles competitor.
0: I hope so. I Lord, I hope so. Um, if you remember, like this tag team was spun off of the idea that Shayna and Naya were gonna feud a year ago. And it never happened. And <laughs> it just became tag team partners. It's so weird. Um, so after after these the smackdown side of 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 Backlash, there's a lot of questions, right? So Roman beats Cesaro. Cesaro gets beat down by Seth at the end of the show. It leaves a large gap for what Roman could do going into Hell in a Cell, which surprisingly is not in October this year. It's in June. Mm -hmm. So uh, next month we get Hell in a Cell. Do
2: you feel like that was a good switch? Do you feel like that's a good, a good healthy one considering that we've been, um, you know, we've kind of known the beats of what they've done
0: over the last like decade or so. But do you feel like moving Hell in a Cell to June is a good decision? I do because everyone loves a good shakeup. I think that as, as jarring as it might've been for us. Um, and, and, I, and I thought Hell in a Cell was a good October pay-per-view. They're they mm-hmm. kind of like scary, the scary kind of thing going on with it, but that's a good switch up. Uh, I like the tagline hot as hell or whatever mm-hmm. they said. Um, and, and, and I, I mean, if there are going to be doing a lot of big things in the fall, why not bring it up? Uh, I think it's also something where it's like, it's happening in June. People are definitely going to watch it because, there's not a lot of big events before yep. summertime in June. Hell in a Cell in June makes it a, a must-watch because like, oh, shit, they're doing it earlier. And that's usually a show everyone will, will watch anyway, depending on the card. So I think it's a good switch.
1: Do y'all think they moved it because they kind of didn't know what they was going to do with Money in the Bank last year, so they didn't want to do it so early this time around?
0: I think they're going to have crowds is the idea uh, for July. So I, I, think I think I said a couple weeks ago, do it in WWE Tower again. I don't think they're going to do that. I believe they're probably going to do it in front of crowds, which would mean that they're bringing, because Money in the Bank is a marquee pay-per-view for them every year in the summertime. So they want to treat it as such, test the crowds out for the pay-per-views next month, and then do it in SummerSlam the month after. So it does make sense.
2: And I feel like just spinning off of WrestleMania on these major feuds, it's good to build up to something. Like you didn't Mm -hmm. really have anything. Um, I think the summer itself was kind of like you would, it was a long time between WrestleMania and SummerSlam and you were like, okay, we're building up to SummerSlam, but you had to get through like three, four pay-per-views before you even get there. Now you kind of have this stopgap of like, okay, we can cap off a lot of things here and maybe start something new leading Mm -hmm. into SummerSlam. So I think it's a great idea. Uh,
0: where's Roman Roman gonna reigns Roman
2: reigns here's my thought no here's my
0: thought book the territory if if, if Roman's not going to main event he always main events if he's not gonna main event he shouldn't be in a match at all I think he should be in a marquee match but he shouldn't be in a match at all so Mm. I don't see a feud where realistically he needs to be in hell in a cell I know people keep saying Roman and Jimmy in hell in a cell for parallels I don't think that's a good idea. We we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do it again, you risk the, you risk the chance of it being uh, stale with him mm-hmm. beating up another brother. Um, I think that if you do Jimmy and Jay, not in a cell, but in a, in a match with Roman in the corner and there's some there's some type of stipulation, that's exciting. And it doesn't not have sure. to be. Made it. What was that? A lot of super kicks, baby.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: Absolutely. That's a lot of super kicks.
3: And we got watching
0: Jay Uso versus Jay Uso, like
3: <laughs> um,
0: but we have five weeks to get them to a point where they are adversarial, and I think that that's a heart wrenching story of brother versus brother, you know with with the cousin there looking over them. I think that's great on its own, but I think that the three cell matches should be I don't know how we get there, Charlotte ria will probably be one of them uh mm-hmm. Cesar that seems to be literally earmarked to be one of those those cell matches if not the main event of that night and uh you could have bobby and drew in the cell and those are your three cell matches
2: i hope we get two <laughs> i don't need three i don't need three hell in a cell matches give me two yeah. we two have two strong last one. Time?
0: we had two last time right
2: i feel like we had no we had three because you had one for the women and i think you had two for the men i think you had drew versus Orton. Um, yep. Sasha versus Bailey, and then you had Roman versus Jay, Jay. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that one had the I quit type of feel to it. So they had three, but like, yo, give me two. Like, yeah, relax. One for the men, one for the women. Have um Cesaro and Seth like I don't know throw a you know street fight. I don't know something. It's a I don't know if that one warrants a Hell in a Cell match, but
1: hey, how do mm-hmm. you go? How do y'all feel about Cesaro and Seth back at it again? And I, I mean, I know, I guess they weren't finished after that match, but that didn't excite me at the end of the show. Like I was just like, "Huh, oh, we going back? I guess." All right.
0: I I understood it because Roman's done for Cesaro for now, but they don't. It feels as though, and and I mean, it feels as though they don't want Cesaro out of the the main the main event. They don't want him out of the upper what? card. What do you think? What do you think about a triple threat between Roman Seth and Cesaro? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? That's a that's a cell match to me. Mm-hmm. That would be a cell match to me. That would be a good sell match. It would be uh, a, a return to to Seth and Roman, which we wanna see. I don't know why people wanna see it. They're both heels, but I think they just wanna see them as their current characters face off against each other, even though it wouldn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Like one of them would have to turn, and we don't want it to be Roman. And Seth is fine where he is, so I I I think adding Cesaro there as the baby face against these two heels actually makes him look a lot cooler. I, I again, it wouldn't blow off that Seth feud like I, like it feels like they want to do, and it looks like Roman's just done with Cesaro. Like he just like I beat he beats Cesaro without help. He did. <laughs> <laughs> that's as definitive as you can get it jay didn't even come like like at least ko he got cheated every single time he lost he was cheated this time cesaro mm-hmm. just got
1: lost <laughs> roman Reigns turned into dean malenko uh on sunday i was like yeah. this man yeah. had a thousand holes like cesaro was literally <laughs> turning red i was like oh shit damn roman
0: <laughs> he was he was he was putting up with a sleep. well i'm telling you so um what what do you think? What do you think, Mills Curtis? What do you think? Like do, do you think Romy gets a match or do you think he he's just this one out? He's been working pay-per-views consistently since like August or September.
2: I feel like he sees a cell and is like, nah, <laughs> not this time. Just nah. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all figure that out. Let me know who at SummerSlam I'm facing. Um but that cell, nah, we're not doing that again. Have yeah, a find fighting the cell.
1: I agree. I think it makes the most sense to have jimmy and jay fight and him on the outside like with some random ass stipulation uh attached to it i think that makes the most sense like from a storyline purpose and like to give roman that break off as well too so it's especially while they warm up somebody else because i was i think i, I actually all this on the uh patreon too i was like who beats roman besides um, uh edge like I don't know, it's, it's got
0: edge it's got to be edge yo it has to be as literally has to be he didn't get paid. He wasn't the one that was like we got pinned, but he wasn't like pinned. Like like Brian was pinned. Like it
2: has oh, to know, man. <laughs> they were pinned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both of them. Charlotte tried to do that too. I was like, bro, and
3: <laughs> uh. But
0: it ha- it has to be, right? Because Edge never got the one on one uh he's he's been gone for a while there's no one there's literally no one else on smackdown alistair's coming back as a heel like it doesn't there's there's nobody that that could do that right now
1: you asked you asked earlier why he was gone that's why he's gone because he got embarrassed he got doubled up
0: (laughs) a grown man on top of him what the hell um but yeah let's 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 mercifully get into raw i didn't like this episode and i think it's because of how the episode started
2: that's crazy considering how much you like matches and that this show kind of had, like, a lot of, like, actual good encounters despite I, the results I, I, of them.
0: I liked the matches. I don't think I had an issue with... The, well, I didn't have an issue with the ending of Asuka Charlotte because. but I think that it, it, should, it should fly in the face of the people that were so concerned about Asuka that they did this because they are still keeping Asuka in the mix and they're still giving her really strong wins that it's, like i wouldn't like i said like asuka don't got nothing to worry about but it 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 is weird that it gave her a win back i was like yeah because it's it
2: it felt like a meaningless not like a meaningless win but a win for the sake of like all right well let's we got to keep her in the picture somehow but didn't really feel like a win that was like okay asuka's like really i don't know at the top it didn't Mm -hmm. really feel like that uh like a definitive like damn asuka's really like killing it right now because she just lost like two times in a row. Yeah. Um
3: over the, to, like
0: the last week she had to lose to Rhea because that's who you're going that's who's next. I wasn't like I said I wasn't mad at that. No, nah, like, nah, I'm not mad
2: at it at all. I understand yeah. all of it. I'm not mad at any of the Oscar losses, but even this this
0: win is like, uh, okay. It's a win that's like you got to have Charlotte. Hello. Yeah, you got to have Charlotte have that that um what is it? The, the adversity to get to that title match with Rhea, which is clearly what they're doing, but also Oscar, because I mean the thing, is, it's hollow because Asuka is essentially in the back of the line. You know, what I mean she's gotten two two three chances at this, and she and she failed, so she's got to go do something else at this point. But she beat Charlotte, so it's like, are they gonna do? Are they gonna run a triple threat again in a cell?
1: I, 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 feel, I feel like they were to me. It felt like maybe this was like to still have Asuka feel like a threat. But to me, it felt like it was like, oh, yeah, Asuka's not really the center of this, because also uh, Rhea came out to like do that mean stare she does at Charlotte. Um, so it felt like it was more so like Asuka was just like a pawn or a play, so they can say like, oh, Asuka's it, still good, and maybe we can do something with um, Alexis.
2: Right. It's a, it's like, I don't want to say it's similar. I don't want to say it's the same thing. It's very, very similar to the main event of Raw.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-hmm.
2: Like ultimately, Kofi Kingston, you know, WWE. It was an open challenge, so I completely get it. But like, he's in a feud with the RK Bros. Like, so it's like, really, where does he lie? But he gets a win over the champion, nonetheless. And you see, Oscar get a win over Charlotte, nonetheless. And it's kind of like, wait, but we just spent the last couple weeks saying that they're not even. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. It's the Oscar. Yeah, the Oscar yeah, Charlotte thing was just weird to me. But it was a good match. But I, I also was. I also am over the Asuka versus Charlotte matches because they kind of <laughs> ruined the ruined the luster around that match. It kind of <laughs> happens every other week or so.
0: It's become Sasha Charlotte from like 2017 or whatever. Like mm. it, it become that. Like we've seen it so many times, and now that match actually seems fresh because they've been away from each other for so long that mm-hmm. I would love to that would do. Um, you, you spoke of Kofi. Uh, there was a lot with Kofi, uh, RK Bro. I, I Again, man, RK Pro is a really compelling storyline on this show. Uh, and, and week in and week out, it, it, it's like, now we're starting to see the Riddle. Uh, Riddle kind of joining in to help out Randy. And, and that, like, well, you know, what what's he going to do? And, and, you know, I think that when they eventually have their match, it's going to tear the roof off.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Did I you agree. see Riddle? It felt like he was kind of turning, too, when he pushed Woods.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like that, that, you know, sometimes WWE doesn't get that you have to have a wrinkle every week. And, you know, this could have essentially ended like it ended last week with Riddle looking in the ring, looking confused, but it didn't. And that's what I enjoyed about it, where it's like Riddle actually did get emotional and defended Randy, uh, you know, in a way where it's like, yo, like, this is my boy. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and I thought that it, it was a really cool kind of reversal of fortune there. And it's making me wonder, like, you know, will Riddle turn, turn heel? Will he stay face? What's he going to do? Who's he going to stay true to?
2: I think he stays face, to be honest with you. I know that was I know that was a rhetorical question, but <laughs> I think he stays face. Um, just because it's it's a lot more interesting that way, to be honest with you. Yeah. And quite frankly, I mean, I understand pushing it. Uh I understand him pushing Xavier and, and and Kofi just for the fact of like how they won that match. Um, he seemed to be very frustrated with a lot of things, and he's trying to prove a point to Randy, but then they end up proving Randy's point, and now he's getting mad about it. So yeah, like you said, WWE doesn't think of a lot of wrinkles every week, but this week, they got the wrinkle right.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a show filled with fucking wrinkles. That one, Yeah, absolutely. One out. Uh, but Kofi would end up uh, being weaved into the championship storyline uh, with Bobby Lashley coming out with a, with a bevy of beautiful women. Did they call? Woo! God, oh! <laughs>
3: Woo! Hold up. Let me pull up the clip. Let me pull Streets up the clip. is calling. Hey, man,
0: it, it was it was some it was some stars in that ring. OK, <laughs> okay.
2: let's see if I can find this damn clip. Hold on. Oh, that, that thing moving right now. That's what <laughs> that's the first thing. All right. Yeah. Let me,
3: <laughs>
0: producer, producer, please boot meals. Get him out of the chat. <laughs> um, Hey, man, they, they were nice uh bobby was
2: well, the they were the was highlight like, of raw the highlight of raw listen i sent you the picture you was like yo wait a minute hold up i turned on raw i was a couple of minutes late i was like wow they cooking with grease on this episode hold up now wait a minute
1: <laughs> this was a I mean, de- this was a very 2020 21 version of like what we would have seen from wrestling like even 10 years ago five years ago absolutely like, mm-hmm. like i was like hold on is
0: that a BB? Hey, what, no, okay. Yeah. You, uh, oh wow. What what do you? <laughs> wait, what y'all think Vince said when he saw him? Did you see? Did you see the <coughs> thing behind that one?
1: That thing. Okay. Wow. God damn, did you see the ass on that one? <laughs> yeah. Tampa? <laughs>
2: you sure these from Tampa? Um wow. Wow, what's the only fan? Vince definitely
1: definitely dapped up MVP. He definitely dapped him up, (laughs) yeah, absolutely.
2: Because we know MVP picked him because you know we didn't (laughs) Bobby didn't pick him for
3: sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we know Lashley was like, Get away from me, (laughs) (laughs) ill! Oh my god. Uh, Um, but yeah, it led to Bobby having an open challenge. He told Drew McIntyre, of course, who came out wanting the challenge, he said, No, not you, Drew. Which led to uh him making the I, open challenge. I, I
2: liked I liked a lot of people recognizing the open challenge throughout the night. I thought that was a great look.
0: You're really, you really trying Damon, to make me you really trying to make me rethink this, huh?
2: I, I actually it, it did enjoy it too. Seamus. I was like, yeah, Sheamus in his hat, his ha, brother, my um I, I can't do Irish accents. Um <laughs> neither can Ricochet by the way. <laughs> neither can Ricochet, but uh that didn't stop him on Raw. But he was like Gosh, I'm not going to do it. No, I can't do Irish accents. I need to listen to Seamus more. But yeah, he was like, yo, I'm missing the title on my shoulder. I kind of want another one. Open challenge tonight. Damian Priest, he lays out John Morrison in a traditional lumberjack match. And, you know, he calls out the for the open challenger tonight. And, you know, a through line through Raw. I like when they mm-hmm. make people, you know, make people pay attention to the show. It's something that's rarely done.
1: So I, I will say I had mixed feelings. Like, I, I love exactly what you were talking about. I was like, okay, I will watch that match. I will watch, like, uh, Sheamus and Bobby again. I will watch um, Damian Priest and Bobby, uh, Retribution for, the group formerly known as Retribution and Bobby. I will watch all of those people together. Um, I feel like it was a little bit anticlimactic. With just Kofi showing up, like it didn't feel like a struggle. Like all those people were just declaring, and then I guess it was just like, oh shit, my music coming up first. I fully so I expected like,
2: Kofi. I fully expected Kofi to get his ass whoop on his way to the ring. <laughs> like
1: same, <laughs> that's
0: the but. Thing is- it's like, what, for all the people that declare, what what determined that they were able to go or Kofi was able to leapfrog them? Because he didn't even mention that he
2: wanted to do that. Exactly. The greatest mysteries of pro wrestling, bro. The greatest... Mis- it's the open challenge. It's whoever's music is pushed or cued first, I
0: guess. It's, the, he must it's one of the greatest... He must have slid the uh, the truck of 50 or something like that. He just, <laughs> just, just put his music on. Uh, he ends up winning the match. I thought the match was actually pretty solid. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Kofi mm-hmm. was was working on Monday. I thought the Randy match was really good, and I thought the the Bobby La- the match was really good. He ends up rolling up Bobby Lashley in a rare Bobby Lashley pinfall loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, you, like, know, you saw that, right? Like his <laughs> third, maybe in the in the last year, maybe second in the last year. Um, I mean, does Kofi get a championship? <laughs> does Kofi get because he's oh, well, in another? You
2: team. didn't have to. No, you didn't have to. You didn't have to. The the old, you know gaspy ass laugh to that yes kofi will get a championship shot what do you mean <laughs> will kofi I was, get
1: him? <laughs> i was just about to say meals i now understand why justin didn't like raw because he's anti-kofi us the listeners this remember song. we um, remember all yes.
3: right
2: all right You're, i think I, the, the debut with smackdown fox is one of the greatest wrestling events that he ever seen in his life
3: but,
0: uh-huh
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: talk to him Talk
2: to him. But listen,
3: Ooh, oh New York! But,
2: but after watching nine months of Bobby Lashley beating down black people, um, he finally he finally gets his just due. And I don't know, it, it it was something that I thought Justin would appreciate, but I guess he can't. He can't, he can't overpower the Kofi thing.
1: Oh uh, no, Kofi is definitely getting his ass beat like very very soon. <laughs> like I think it's gonna be i like as much as I hate to admit it, I would love for them to have another long form match. Even at the next pay-per-view. But I think what's actually gonna happen is like Kofi get in there and get that work put on him like immediately. Like it's gonna be another Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar situation, unfortunately. <laughs> because Drew won't be around and I'm gonna be sad, and then we go all have to hear Justin on the podcast talking shit again. Are, we,
0: <laughs> are are we tired of Drew McIntyre in the title picture? I saw somebody say that. Uh yeah. On Raw.
1: <laughs> Agree
2: if he was on smackdown i'd be like wait a minute now we got now we could with oh, greece now no. we, we're be killing right now oh,
3: no.
0: <laughs>
2: if he show we with we could with greece yes yeah. <laughs> yes we are I, i'd like yeah it would be it would be something different it would be the greatest threat to roman reigns's wwe championship
0: mm-hmm. so bar none. so i pose a question here to you guys damian okay. priest it defeated, defeated. Uh, Morrison, which is probably a forced uh, write-off to that feud. <laughs> I think I absolutely think Miz was supposed to have another lumberjack match on Monday, but he couldn't. Um, what do you What do you think is next for Damian Priest? I saw somebody say U.S. title. I'm not too convinced that that is the that's the direction. I wouldn't be mad, but I don't think that's the direction for Damian Priest. One thing that Raw is doing, and, and I'll say this like as as one positive to the show is that they have guys, even if they're not going after belts, they have guys in feuds you know, that, that don't have to revolve around a title. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't agree that with the way that Priest has been pushed in the positions that he's been put in for the past five months, that U.S. title is his ceiling right now. I think he might be Bobby's summer feud after mm-hmm. that. Uh, so. mm.
2: I don't know. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, he's had this high-profile feud. It seemed like he came in for this high-profile feud, especially the one against Bad Bunny um the one with bad bunny and you know now that he's wrapped it up i honestly still don't i don't see bobby but i kind of feel like i don't want to say united states championship because i feel like that's like easy He's he's above but it might but it might be i mean it might be it's a good introduction is he above it i mean he won the did he win the north american yes he was a north american champion on um on nxt i feel like that's his lane like that's his kind of like like his jam it's like these great mid-card matches we have yet to see him kind of ascend to the next level type of deal but just a continued show that he can work and get across these things with different characters and stuff like that i still think he has a lot to prove before we get him in the ring with bobby and bobby just starts full nelson and that man into oblivion (laughs) yeah yeah
1: I, I agree 100%. I feel like he needs, like, that one one more major feud to really show. Like, I feel yeah. like th- this, one, this one
2: was... Like the fin like, match. Like the fin match that he had in NXT.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I, I think, like, he needs one that's more serious, too. Like, I feel like this one was hella goofy. Like, it was <laughs> it was helpful for him to, like, start to showcase his personality and even some of the in-ring stuff. But, like, like that match yesterday, I think it was good, but also it got lost in lumberjacks and Sid and Sh- and Shelton and John Morrison doing hella flips like and I think got lost in that like just his ability in the ring um, like unless she mm-hmm. was actually looking for it so I feel like he needs one more that's just like nah bro I just want to be better I just want to prove I'm better than you let's fight and let I- me prove that I'm better than you and then then he go to Bobby
0: what about Dijak
1: I mean anybody versus Dijak for me is a winner yeah like, yeah, right, yeah, right. You yeah. need to start yeah. building
0: Dijack, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Um we talked about Rick Shea, Rick Shea versus Sheamus I was like um, fantastic match, let me right. tell you. Okay. But why again, why the fuck are we protecting Sheamus <laughs> Why? Why? Why, bro? I
1: don't really have an answer for you, to be honest. It's, 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 it's one of those weird things, I guess, you know, they want to make the championship seem strong and not have people losing all the times, but I really don't know. Like to me, especially after Seamus hurt his leg, it made all the sense in the world that it was over.
0: Yeah. I mean, Rick Shea, but one thing I can say about Rick Shea, there's been a question constantly on this show. Where is he going? What is he going to do? He changed his look. He's wearing jeans now or he's wearing (laughs) athletic pants. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not mad at his look. I think his look, he, he, I think he looks cool. He needs a little bit more of, 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 a, of a visual flourish. I think he needs a new theme song. I don't, yeah. think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been a fan of Ricochet's theme song, uh, before, but I, I do think that again, it's, it's like, it, it's a situation where with, with, with Ricochet, he has, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think that there's a, there's a lot of, of, of upside to ricochet obviously but it's like it becomes an issue where um you know with with him you have to learn how to boost his character and stuff like that and they're starting to do that but it's like with 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 matches like this it's not hard to see why he's so good but it's like we need a little bit more so like as much as i was like why the fuck are we protecting seamus i was like okay but ricochet's back on tv right and he's doing minute matches like and it matters
1: yeah i really feel I guess my issue too with even like with Ricochet being back on TV was like, so who is he still? Like, is he just like funny guy Ricochet? I'm going to steal your code and make fun of you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what, what what are we actually doing here? What, what, if he was to win, what's next? You had a great match. You stole his code. But what's your personality outside of like this individual view with Seamus? I like
2: the Ricochet match, man. Like, I, this is like one of those matches that. I think, especially, like, considering everything for the last couple of weeks where he's been on WWE main event, has been recording his own promos, has been doing all that kind of stuff, it kind of really proved that this man still got it. Like, he's still, like, as he still, he deserves to be on Monday Night Raw, to be honest with you. And it's kind of weird that they don't even feature him when you have someone that talented. You have someone who needs to fill up that amount of time, like, 15 minutes in a match, just out of nowhere on Monday Night Raw and i even think i mean we thought he was gonna win that match and to be honest he should have fucking won the match um but listen i hope that this is a trend in the right direction for ricochet i hope that we kind of see him a lot more on monday nights especially after the performance he
0: had last night yeah for sure um that's it for raw yeah Unless there's yeah. anything else there that I missed. oh, we, we, there was another Drew Gulak match where he lost, but I, I mean, <laughs> there's not much news there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There isn't much news. <laughs> then, then I didn't like the show. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. But before we leave, we got to shout out some new patrons. Do you have you have you pulled them up, Mills? Yes, I pulled know? them up. Yes,
2: all I right. do. We want to shout out first of all. If we did this already last week, Chris Mack. You're just going to get another shout-out again because we love you, Chris. Um, so thank you for subscribing to the Patreon. We also have Henny Omega. Shout-out to you, Henny Omega. Listen, long-time listener, long-time um, fan. Thank you for subscribing. Then we have Slat Hugo, who is – That's Jay Hugo, <laughs> our, our bud. Yeah, that's my boy. I've known him for years, so I appreciate you signing up for the Patreon, brother. Um, Jimmy Francis, shout-out to you. And, of course, Van from the Black Variant. Make sure you guys listen to the Black Variant every week on the RNC Radio Live feed. So,
0: yes, for sure. Absolutely. And we want to thank Curtis, Dr. Curtis, once again for being on the show. Thank you, brother.
1: Yeah, appreciate y'all for having me. I enjoyed the time being able to sit around, talking some uh, some wrestling with y'all, uh, some good laughs. Look forward to seeing y'all one day. I've actually been to Wally Mania before, so maybe I'll see y'all in the future at one of them joints. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: We, we can catch up.
0: Absolutely. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening to The A Show. Uh, some things coming down the pipeline for you guys. We have, I think we, we're going to have spot callers with Ultima Lucha 3. That'll be for the Patreon. So make sure you sign up for the Patreon and listen to that. It's going to be me and Cyrus and a special guest reviewing that show. Um, we also have the war report with Cyrus and uh, Quan as well. And we have a some, we, we, Mills, you, you got a top secret project. We, we want to announce that next week or?
2: I'll announce it next week. I think what I want to do is um, I want to start recording. I want to get at least one episode in the can before I announce it. But, yes, we have a special project that's Patreon um, Patreon heavy at this point. So make sure you guys sign up to the Patreon because, yeah, it should be coming within
0: imminently this, this, uh, this new venture. So, yes. Absolutely. So for Meals and Dr. Curtis, I'm Justin. See you guys next week. Be safe. Wear your masks and wash your hands. See you Just
3: about a small talk. long talks. you on a long walk. I got a lot on my mind. Things that I'm going through. Don't want to talk to you. Way too involved with you.